Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, speaking out, former President Trump defiant in a late-night speech hours after pleading not guilty in a historic federal indictment. Coming up, what's next with the case and his campaign. Then, swimming with sharks, our own Tom Costello is getting up close and personal. Oh, goodness, what is that? That's a big shark. Going deep with a shark expert for all the tips to stay safe at the beach this summer. Plus, Brian's back. We're catching up with Brian Cranston, the star, joining us live in studio to talk about his new movie, his next move, and these moves that went viral today, Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. Happy Wednesday from College Station and Lubbock, Texas, Birmingham, Alabama, North PA, Las Vegas. University. My mom raised me on the Today Show, and now I'm raising my girls on the same. From Salt Lake City. Oh, ah, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Oh, hello, cutie. First time in New York. Lots of firsts. Lots of things to celebrate out on our beautiful plaza this summer morning, Wednesday morning. Good to have you along with us. So happy that you guys are here. Also, we're bringing back something that people love. The five things. Oh, Today's good. five things. So tomorrow, this one's just in time for wedding season. So we'll have a wedding planner, an etiquette expert, and a relationship guru. And they're going to join us and answer some of the biggest dilemmas that surround all of those celebrations that we all okay. have. The five things they would never yeah. do. Yes. Yeah, I love that. All right. Let's get you a check of your news here at 8 o'clock, just hours after pleading not guilty in the classified documents case. Former President Donald Trump told supporters his indictment amounts to, quote, election interference. NBC's Garrett Hake was in the courtroom for Trump's historic arraignment on federal charges. He joins us with the latest. Garrett, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. It was an historic day, but also a surreal one. The former president starting the day in South Florida, making his way to the federal courthouse, surrounded at times by protesters. The actual arraignment hearing lasting only a little less than an hour. The former president uh, having a lawyer plead not guilty on his behalf, never making eye contact with special counsel Jack Smith, who was also in that hearing room for the duration, then released on his own recognizance. On his way back through Miami, the former president stopping at a famous local Cuban restaurant for what amounted to a political pep rally there. Supporters singing him happy birthday. Then flying back to New Jersey, where last night here he gave a pretty fiery speech going after the Biden Justice Department, the special counsel, and his prosecution, calling the entire thing political. Take a listen. Today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. This is called election interference. Now, this morning, another one of Mr. Trump's Republican rivals is stepping up their criticism of this entire episode ever so slightly. The former Vice President Mike Pence, in an interview with The Wall Street Journal, describing the charges against Mr. Trump, having now read the indictment, as serious. But he says that the former president deserves his day in court. 
Savannah. All right, Garrett Hake, thank you very much. Another big story. We're following millions of Americans facing the threat of severe storms today from the southeast, southeast all the way up to New England. Al's got it covered for us. Hey, Al. Hey, guys, good morning. So we can already start. It will start in the northeast. We'll probably see uh, some airport delays, some big problems, wind gusts, isolated hail, tornado threats low from just west of Boston all the way down into central New Jersey. So we're going to be watching that over the next several hours. Our big concern, though, from Oklahoma all the way down into Mississippi, we've got right now severe thunderstorm watches, severe thunderstorm warnings. You can see them already firing up. And also what we're looking at is a severe area of weather, 23 million people at risk. This moderate risk area stretching from Louisiana all the way into Georgia, we haven't seen a moderate risk for this time of year since 2002. So we're watching this. It's a first round of storms through the afternoon. The second is going to be even stronger. Overnight storms with the possibility of tornadoes. Hail is going to be a problem. But look at this tornado risk from Albany, Georgia to Montgomery. This is a very, very severe risk of EF2 or stronger tornadoes, but it stretches from Greenville all the way to Vidalia and Vidalsta, Vidalsta, Georgia. And we also have to worry about wind gusts, strong wind gusts, 75 mile per hour wind gusts. We could see a derecho, which is 70 mile per hour winds that stretch for 400 miles or more. So we're going to be watching that very, very closely tonight on into tomorrow. And again, the risk of heavy rain. We could be looking at a flood risk tomorrow with some of this heavier rain upwards of five inches down from Montgomery, Alabama, all the way through southern Georgia. Guys? Lots to keep our eyes on. Okay, mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Uh, meanwhile, crews have restored power at San Francisco International Airport. There was an outage there last night that impacted ticketing, baggage, and gates. That blackout started around 8.30, and it lasted for more than an hour. Some flights were canceled. Others were diverted to nearby San Jose. Frustrated passengers complained on social media that they were stuck on stuck on packed planes that were being held at the gates. Airport officials did issue an apology, but at this point, no word on what caused the outage. Well, NASA is tracking an asteroid the size of the Brooklyn Bridge that will pass by Earth tomorrow relatively closely. It's expected to come within about two and a half million miles, but that is close enough for NASA to label it a potentially hazardous object. Mm. There's no risk that Earth will collide with this asteroid or you probably would have heard about it before now. But anyway, NASA keeps tabs on these kinds of objects that could someday pose a threat. It's also working on ways to deflect them. You might remember last year, NASA successfully crashed a small spacecraft into an asteroid in order to slightly knock it off course. And I think it worked. The Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, that's yeah. If that was hurtling towards Not us, a small asteroid. we would have moved that up into yeah, these cast. Exactly. Yeah. All right, coming up, guys. This is, this is so cool. There he is. There's our guy, Tom Costello. Tom got up close and very personal with the sharks at Georgia Aquarium, huh? Hey guys, I've got a tiger shark circling me right now. He's one of 15 here at the Georgia Aquarium. This is a phenomenal experience. We're going to take you inside as we talk about what we should all do to stay safe as we go to the beach this summer. Talk about shark etiquette coming up on today. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts.
If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. This is more of our special series today on The Move. Ah, this morning we are taking you inside the shark tank at the Georgia Aquarium down in Atlanta. NBC's Tom Costello is right there getting the experience of a lifetime (laughs) diving with a shark expert. Tom, you're brave. This is an incredible experience, you guys. Uh, We are surrounded by a million gallons of water and an awful lot of sharks. And we've had one in particular that keeps circling us here. You'll see it on the other camera. It's a tiger shark. Listen, the truth of the matter is sharks generally are not that interested in humans. They're looking for their own prey. Their fish, for example, or maybe a seal. But we wanted to get a good close-hand look at sharks and understand how we should be acting around sharks. So we came into the water with a shark expert, just as all of us are getting ready to head to the beach this summer. I like that hammerhead. I like that shark. It's so big. There's something about those teeth, those eyes, that fin. Sharks love to eat people. No. They don't like to eat people. Young or old, sharks capture our imagination. Here at the Georgia Aquarium, they've got hammerheads, tiger sharks, sand sharks, silver tip, and silky sharks. Fifteen in all. I had oatmeal for breakfast. Is that going to make me more of an appealing target? Absolutely not. They don't like fiber. Yeah. They don't like fiber. Okay, good. (laughs) Dr. Katie Lyons is a shark researcher and my personal underwater guide today. Take some slow, deep breaths. Within minutes of our shark cage going into the water, Katie's enthusiasm was contagious. Fill the woods with the big, tall dorsal fin. Oh, just right there. Look to your right. Yep, I see it. Oh, my gosh. Being submerged in their world is truly sensory overload. The water is clear but cold as these giants of the deep stay in constant motion, circling. It's just a totally immersive experience. Oh, goodness, what is that? That's a big shark. So that is one of our sand tiger sharks. They're a really cool species. Swimming at the top of the food chain, they are essential to the ocean's life cycle. All these sharks play critical roles in the ecosystem, and they help keep everything in balance. Usually, sharks are interested in fish or seals, not humans. But attacks do happen. In May, a 13-year-old fended off a bull shark. Most occurred in Florida, followed by New York, Hawaii, and California. Still, 2022 brought the fewest shark attacks in 10 years, 41 unprovoked bites in the U.S. So you're more likely to have a coconut fall on you and kill you than a, to be bit by a shark. <laughs> a coconut! A, co- a coconut! But there are some things you can do to avoid shark contact. Swim with a buddy close to shore. Don't swim near seals or schools of fish. Don't wear jewelry. And avoid excessive splashing. If a shark gets too close... You can't hit it on the nose. 
you could hit it in the gills or poke it in the eye. And then get away. And then get away, right? You want to get out of the water as soon as you can. Dr. Lyons is researching the microplastics sharks are ingesting and how their populations are affected by climate change. If they're affected, then everything else below them is affected. Since you have been so excited about sharks since you were a little girl, what's it like to see them face-to-face like this? I mean, it's just incredible. I mean, it's, again, such a different experience being in with them rather than on the other side of an acrylic. Can I just tell you a couple of cool things I learned? First of all, the hammerhead shark. It goes after the stingrays as prey, and it uses that unusual shaped head to hold the stingray down as it then chops down on the stingray. And the tiger shark, and we've had one circling us here for about the last 20 minutes. They eat everything. They will eat, uh, literally, inside they have found toilet seats and oil cans and baseballs. I mean, they are not finicky eaters whatsoever. So really fascinating species. And listen, everybody needs a fish story, you guys. And this is mine. Terry Sanders might be able to beat this, but this is my fish story I'll live with for a long time. Back to you guys. Well, well we've got, uh, we got, yeah. we got so many questions for you, uh, Tom. First of all, you're underwater. We see the bubbles, but we don't see a tank. So how are you getting air? How are you speaking to us? How can yeah. you hear us? This is incredible technology. You see me pushing. I've got some earphones on the side, and I'm trying to make sure that I can hear you well. You're right. I don't have an oxygen tank. My oxygen is coming straight from the top on some tubes, if you will. And then the, the comms are also coming straight down. And we are using Chris as our photographer here. He works for the Georgia Aquarium. He's a veteran undersea uh, photographer, and he is phenomenal. He shot all of our video underwater. Wow, and then the second cool. camera you see is shooting through the plexiglass right. inside the aquarium to get the wide shots of us and the sharks that are circling us. That's cool, John. He's still very circling, cool. too. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's very cool. you got to get out of there. You're going to be really wrinkled. Sure. <laughs> I love the Darth Vader mask, though, man. It's a yeah. new, it's a new thing for me. Yeah. Go, Tom. Hey, hey, Tom, could you say, Luke, I am your father? <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> yes, yes. There you go, Tom. Oh my God. And Tom's going to be back with us at the third hour. Yeah, cool. And kudos, by the way, Tom alluded to it. Our technical team down there that yeah. pulled this one off, well done. That's yeah. all right. Well done. Wonder who they're using as bait. Tom. Who they're using as bait. How about the tiger shark? That's right. They say, they don't be afraid. Sharks don't, they, they're out for seals, not humans. But they'll eat everything. But they'll eat a toilet seat. I know. Yeah. So, ultimate scavenger. tiger shark. There you yeah. go. It's the teenager of yeah. sharks. Yes, it is. Stay on land and risk the coconut falling yeah. on your head. Oh. That's a... Absolutely. Mm. All right. Let's show you what we got as far as your weather is concerned. For today, we are looking at storms developing here in the northeast. As we mentioned, severe storm outbreak down through the southeast, hot and humid through Texas, sunshine in the northern plains. And we're looking at plenty of sunshine and cooler conditions from Seattle all the way down to San Diego. Don't forget, if you're walking out the door, take us with you. Sirius XM Channel 108. Now, best time of the morning. Hot off the press. Pop start. 
Let's get to it, everybody. It's first up in Popstar today. Olivia Rodrigo, a couple years ago, this was the song of summer. Good for you. Now it looks like Olivia's gearing up to drop a new track just in time for this summer. Yesterday, announcing a new single called Vampire and revealing on social media it's expected to come on June 30th. So maybe we can get Olivia to sink her fangs into our oh. plaza outside. Oh, very nice. Kick off a little 2023 yep, would be great. summer. Be nice. Come on, Olivia. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. All right, next up, One Direction. Recently, two stars of the former band have been taking over Wembley Stadium. Over the weekend, our buddy Niall Horan flew from his concert right here on our plaza to one of London's most iconic venues and rocked Wembley with One Direction hit song Story of My Life. Ten years later, the fans still love it. And then last night, Mr. Harry Styles stepped onto the same stage at Wembley for the first of four shows as part of his Love on Tour, crushing it. Next up, Will and Grace. This one might be hard to believe, but it's been 25 years since the beloved sitcom premiered here on NBC. And during an event at the Tribeca Festival this week, Eric McCormick shared a Surprising story about his buddy Sean Hayes from back when the show was just getting started. Apparently, as the story goes, the four leads were given cars for the ratings being so they were given Porsches. Porsches. Yeah. After wow. the very first season, that's how well it did. But Sean Hayes sold his almost immediately. <laughs> what? McCormick telling the audience, Sean uh, leaned over to me, and I don't make this up, and said, is it expensive to insure a Porsche? Because I literally can't pay rent right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon after the cast noticed Hayes driving his old Camry <laughs> to work wow. again. Of course, Will Grace went on for 11 seasons, and Sean Hayes now has 42 cars. No, uh, an Emmy and a Tony, so it all worked out for them, hopefully. Uh, just Jack finally got a Porsche he can keep. Finally, Mr. Roker and his better half, Deborah Ooh. Roberts, the happy couple, just landed on the issue of People oh, Magazine. Did you know what? this, Uncle Al? No. You look oh, surprised what? over there. What? What's you the... and your wife, it's a list of 100 reasons to oh, love America. To love that's, America. That's one of the reasons. Reason number 19. Oh, with wow. people calling you and Deborah the first couple of TV news. Wow. You that's look shocked. A, you've never heard that? No. Number 19. Here's the number 19 reason we love our country. 19. Out of 100, that's like top 20. That's Pretty, amazing. What kind of a country are we living in? <laughs> that's really cool. Would wow. you like to give a speech or like say something to the people? I know. Well, thank you, America. people. It's mostly because of Deborah. <laughs> well, true. we got really nothing to do with true. that. I'm just hanging on uh, for dear uh, life. Well, congratulations. Well, thank thank you. Didn't now. think I was going to spring that on you. Yeah, I know. I figured you had that framed in your office. No. We will now. We should do that. Guys, it's time for Graduation Nation. Our series, we are spotlighting high schools on the morning of their graduation ceremonies. This morning, guys, we are headed to East Wake High in Wendell, North Carolina. Elizabeth Gardner from our Raleigh affiliate, WRAL News. She's there, along with Principal Stacy Alston and all-star student Bailey Bray. Happy graduation, guys. Yes. They're so excited about it. Here we are at the end of the year. Class of 23 has done it. Good job, you guys. Um, so we're here in Wendell, North Carolina, which is near Raleigh. And this is a group that really has been through a lot. You know, they had to live through the pandemic and make it through to graduate. And I'm here with their principal, um, Stacy Austin. Tell me how excited you are for this group of kids. I'm super excited. They've endured an entire a bunch of different things over the course of their four years here. Um, they're fresh 
freshman year ended with the pandemic. And so coming back, having a break, missing athletic events is just a special moment to top it off today with graduation today at four o'clock by being on the Today Show. Yeah. And you've had a lot of exciting things happening with this school recently. You were telling me about that. We're really excited. Come August, we're going to be Wake County Public Schools newest magnet high school. We're going to be iTech and design. Um, and so the kids just going to get an opportunity to create with a music studio in the school. We have Wake Tech coming up across um, Highway 64. So it's just bringing a whole new great opportunities for our community. That's going to be school. so wonderful for the kids here. And then, of course, you thought this whole thing with the day show was just a prank from the seniors, right? I did. I, I've been <laughs> announcing for two weeks. I don't do pranks. I don't do pranks. And so <laughs> when I got the email, um, one of my sister friends said, are you going to reply to the email? I said, no, it's just the kids trying to prank me. So he said, no, it's really real. I Googled her. <laughs> so really we're here. Real. I want to introduce you to to uh, to uh, Bailey Bray, who is here, who's the top of her class. And I know you worked so hard. You have to be so proud of your accomplishments. Oh, I'm so excited to finally say that I'm graduating. I've worked so hard in all the classes, and now it's finally coming to a head with being on the TV today. So, And what are your plans in the future? So I'll be going to NC State College of Engineering for civil engineering, which is right down the road, you know, go Wolfpack and all that. Um, <laughs> but I'm super excited for what comes after. Great. And a quick advice, quick advice for the, the senior class coming up. Oh, I totally advise take everything that you can, join the clubs, ask as many questions. That's what got me through all the hard classes. <laughs> but that, that's just about all that you really need. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Congratulations to this class, Eastwick High School yeah. class of 23. extra 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 camera time to our awesome crowd we're so happy that they're here and they picked a good day because look who's out here too mr brian cranston best one of our hall of fame guests way. right there just hanging with the crowd you know what he walks in the door doesn't he make oh you gosh. just happy oh, that guy love it something about him the best uh, can't wait to talk about him and people keep saying he's going to retire no he's no. got to get no. to the bottom I'm of it. To it we will not brian allow it you're not retiring okay no. settled guys look what's happening out on our Plaza. This is so important. We've got dozens of people this morning here to learn the life-saving skill of CPR. Just ahead, we are going to get our own special demonstration. You know, you never know when you'll need it, especially yes. going into the summer months. Yes. Super important. Especially now. Uh, also, guys, coming up in just a few minutes on the third hour, we've got a very special edition of Dad's Got This. Uh, ahead of Father's Day, we're going to introduce you to a legendary college track coach and the son who's following in his footsteps. They actually coach together at Pitt. Wow. Mm, oh, cool. Looking forward to that. Also, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. We were just playing his music. The one and only Chance the Rapper going to be here tomorrow for oh, a wow. live concert. Love our concerts on the <laughs> plaza. A lot of them this time of the year. Don't miss Chance mm -hmm. tomorrow on today. But first, can we take a shot of our control room? Yeah, because okay. we have Adrian Kotiga giving us a wave there. Okay. Adrian is our technical manager. He does so much for us around here. He literally props this we whole place up on Adrian. his back yes. every day. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Can I tell you, Adrian, can I say it's, are you one? Are, are you, you two? two? It's the big five zero. Wow. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. right behind you, buddy. Right Love behind you. you. 
That's fantastic. All right. Al, let's get a check of the weather. All right. Let's look ahead toward the weekend, see what we've got for you. Uh, so Friday, some wet weather in the northeast, severe storms in the central plains. Heat wave continues down in Texas, sunny out west. We move into Saturday, a beach day in the mid-Atlantic states. Still wet in the northeast, rainy down through the southeast, severe storms, center of the country, western third looking great. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday New England Sunday, looking wet, showers Sunday. and storms in the Ohio-Mississippi River Valley. Wow, I like that one. Uh, nice for Dad throughout the Southwest. Cooler and showery from the Pacific Northwest into the Western Plains. That's your latest weather. Great weather out west this weekend, Carson. That's right, for some golf. Yeah, we are headed into one of the biggest weekends in golf, right? The U.S. Open. And it happens to be Father's Day weekend. Look how that worked out. <laughs> Adding to the drama, it's a unique venue, an uncertain time certainly in the world of professional golf. And to help us read the greens out there at LACC and the tea leaves, Golf Channel's Jimmy Roberts live from the prestigious L.A. Country Club. Jimmy, let's get started. Quick two-parter. The seismic news in golf is the framework that's been announced between the PGA Tour and rival Liv. I wondered how that's resonating there on the grounds. And also that pairing of Brooks Kepka against Rory McIlroy, both on opposite sides of that spectrum. That'll be something to watch. What are they saying about it? Well, Carson, good morning. Uh, personally, I don't think it's going to have any impact at all. When you get to major championships, Everything else kind of just fades into the distance. Uh, we've seen it earlier this year, two, two major championships already, the Masters, the PGA Championship. Going in, it was a big story, but once it started, it wasn't. I don't expect anything to be different. That L.A. Country Club is about 300 acres right in the middle of Beverly Hills. It's yeah. got a land value of billions of dollars. It hasn't been on TV. A lot of the players have never played there. In fact, yesterday some players were saying they don't know if 10 under is going to win or 4 over. Oh, what wow. are some names that we should be looking for, and what are some surprises we're going to get from this venue? Well, what's the line from Casablanca? Round up the usual suspects. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody would be surprised if Brooks Kepka were to uh, be successful in a major championship. Of course, he won the PGA. He's got five majors already. A name that a lot of people are talking about, Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler. So I don't really think there are any surprises. Max Homa, who's an L.A. guy, has the course record here. Uh, but this is just such an extraordinary place. Carson, I know you played here back in your days at, uh, what, Santa Monica High School. It's course just, record. He's we've got never the course seen this place there. before. You do? Yeah. yeah. I made that no, <laughs> no course record. I was at Rival Riviera just up the street in SoCal, but uh, this yeah. is a rare chance to see LA Country Club. It's never really been on TV like this. Jimmy, thank you. Thank you, Jimmy, for waking up early. Who do you like? Who do you yeah. like? I was, I was concerned. Hard not to like Brooks Kepka, who's got five majors and ah. goes out there like just ready to go, but it'll be a surprise. This I'm more interested in your course. in your prediction because uh, yeah. I want Savannah's prediction. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. I know Rory and Kepka are going together. I knew they were on both sides of that Live Golf PGA I controversy. That. I just said oh, that. Come on, somewhere. I read it this morning. What I no, said. I read it in the research. We'll all be watching. Yes. Dads out there. Did my homework. Else, golf fans, live coverage. U.S. Open starts tomorrow on so Peacock fun. as well as USA and right here on NBC. Jimmy Roberts out in L.A. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jimmy. Bye-bye. Hold up. Oh, gosh. Y'all, I am in this great conversation conversation with this wonderful man, Brian Cranston. Oh. And guess what? He happens to play a TV host in this new movie. But before we chat about that, we know that you got a lot of skills. Do you know that? I do. A lot of dance skills. Yeah, yeah, you've got some. We're going to show them coming up. <laughs> but first. Oh, I'm supposed to read this. Oh, we're back with much more of me. But first, <laughs> this is today on NBC. There you go. That rhymes.
Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free, wherever you download your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is the first Emmy. Isn't she beautiful? Fourth nomination, first win. Yeah, I'm so blessed to be able to to make a living in this business. I love doing this. I love acting. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, an affair I've had for 30 years. We're back with one of our absolute <laughs> favorites, Ryan Cranston. That was him just back in 2008, just moments after winning his very first Emmy for his hit series Breaking Bad. 25 years later, there's buzz. <laughs> about a potential retirement, but Brian is here to set the record straight and chat about his newest role in the star-studded Wes Anderson film, Asteroid City. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Oh, my God. Thank you. That was a little overwhelming, but I appreciate appreciate it. By the way, that was a cold read that you just totally nailed without even glancing Uh, at it for one second. Yeah. That's what you do. Well, don't you guys do that? Sometimes, but usually we try to read it once maybe, but you just cold read. Just That's how you do. Cold read it, baby. By the way, we love you. You're one of our Hall of Fame guests. Um, This movie, Asteroid City, I want to get to it first, is super cool. Wes Anderson is a guy you love, and he's different than any of the others who you work with. He has a special way of making a movie. I've I've never worked with uh, a director who creates an environment like he does. It's not just in how you make the movie and the specificity of Wes Anderson characters and and storyline, but it's also what surrounds it, where all the actors stay in the same hotel. We have dinner at one table every single night with Wes and all guests. And it, we, it's, uh, it's like actor camp. Oh. We, we just, we get to experience this. On a Wes Anderson film, there are no trailers, uh, dressing rooms. You, you all just, there's no hierarchy. There's no call sheet. You just are ready to go about 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning in your, in your wardrobe. You hop on, on his golf court with him or a, a van and you go to the set and you hang out with everyone so you never know if you're going to be called into a scene or that it's is like, the coolest like, yeah well no wonder well, really and, and everyone is scarlett johansson tom hanks yeah. steve carell willem dafoe adrian brody margot robbie jeff goldblum the list is insane do, do people just raise their hands when he's the director and say pick me yeah yeah they do because he's such a kind and generous spirit, both in his creativity, but also in his personal life. 
and um, everyone makes the same amount of yeah. money. Yeah. You just show up and uh, and off you go. Sometimes you might be just a small supporting role in, in a scene and then others you'll be the lead, the lead in a in a movie. Can we talk about the headline about you? Because a lot of people were concerned. So there was oh. an article in GQ that came out that uh, said, yes. yeah. uh, and I'm paraphrasing, that you were going to retire in three years, mm-hmm. which is at the age of 70. Yes. Um, did you make that statement? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I said uh, it's been a great ride. 25 years of nonstop work, which is uh, unbelievably fortunate. And I said at some point, maybe in three years from now, I feel like I, I, I need a reset. I need to, to take a pause from working so much and step away for a year and just have some life experience and go to some country like France and, and stay for several months mm. and just, uh, just absorb things. Yeah. And, uh, and then it became retirement. Reset became re- semi retirement, became retirement, <laughs> became. But he, I do think you know, I'm dying of a disease <laughs> and uh, you know, everything. <laughs> this is my last interview, by the way, because I'm about to go <laughs> out. But I do think I'm it's checking cool. out. I think it's super cool that you are prioritizing your life and your wife of how many years? 34 years. 34 years. Yeah. So this is kind of your time because she's been patient is a nice way. Of is a very good. Bit. Yeah, that's my wife and my daughter, yeah. Taylor, on the on the left. And, um, you know, she's been. Uh, incredibly supportive and, and wonderful. But for the last 25 years, mm-hmm. she's been holding on to my tail as we go from one place to another and, and one set to another and, and having these great experiences. And I really, I really think it's time for me to, to level out the relationship. It's, it's a little uneven right yeah. now because of, of what's happened for me. And I, and I want to have a, a new, Kind of interesting, like, let's let's dig in and find out where we are now after all these years. You I, know? I love that. Yeah. By the way, I saw a great video of you. What's that? Tearing up the dance floor. You were at a wedding re- regular. I don't know. I want to see your dance moves, but let's just watch this video. I think we have it. And. Okay. Oh, my God. Where was that? <laughs> I, Is this queen? You're dancing. I'm not sure. What? Dance moves are those? Tell me. Uh, that's that that that's called crossing guard. When you're crossing the street and you you know you allow the kids to cross over. What's what? that? Yeah, one? That's a little suggestive. Look at that. Uh, What's happening? Just like I think joy. I think that what Hunter Duhan, uh-huh. who played my son in Your Honor, uh, I I think that's his wedding. I think we we uh, we're just cutting it up and having fun at his wedding. And that is is that a dance move that anyone can learn, or is that just a Brian Cranston? Oh, move? you know, it's Wait. just it's like you know, just kind of just kind of let uh-huh, it flow. Uh-huh. You know? That's just, it. Uh, yeah. By the way, oh, you're so loose. Right, you got to be loose. And, Limber. You gotta be like jello. Just one of the million things to love about you. you. Brian, thank you so much. I'm so happy you're not retiring. I'm happy you're here with us. And by the way, your co-star, Jason Schwartzman, is gonna visit our third hour. Asteroid City hit select theaters on Friday. It opens nationwide on the 23rd. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Good to see you again. Savannah, over to you. That was amazing. Brian Cranston is so loose. Can you believe it? Guys, coming up, if someone had an emergency right there in front of you, would you know what to do? Would you be able to step in and help? Dr. Torres certainly would. Well, we're going to make sure the answer is yes for all of us. We're going to get a lesson on CPR right here on our plaza. But first, this is today on NBC.
June is National CPR Awareness Month, so this morning we decided to spend a few minutes learning these life-saving skills. Consider this, more than 350,000 cardiac arrests happen outside of the hospital every year. And if CPR is performed immediately, it can double and sometimes even triple the chance of survival. NBC senior medical correspondent Dr. John Torres is going to show us how we can perform hands-only CPR. Also with us this morning on the Plaza, American Heart Association instructors and more than 50 volunteers and college students who are active in their communities and ready to respond in an emergency situation. They've been putting in the work all morning as part of their training to become CPR certified. Dr. Torres, good morning. And we should mention hands-only CPR is not official training, but it can still help. And that's what we're going to learn. It definitely can still help. And actually, statistics have shown that if you do hands-only CPR, not the breathing part, but just the pumping part, you can double or triple their chance of survival when somebody collapses. What scares me is like, how would I know as a regular person when someone needs CPR and that I'm not hurting them more? And that's one of the first steps. The first thing you want to do is when you get to the scene is you want to make sure the scene is safe. You're not putting yourself in danger as well. And then the next thing you do is you go to the person that's unresponsive or looks unresponsive. And what's the first thing you ask them? Are you okay? First thing you ask them, are they okay? You shake them, and if they shake and they're not okay, then what do you do? You call 911. Call 911 before CPR. Before CPR, because you don't want to do it in the middle of CPR. You might forget. So call 911. We have speaker phones. Put on the speaker phone. They'll talk you through a lot of this stuff. Okay. Cardiac arrest and a heart attack. Two different things? Exactly. Cardiac arrest is the electrical impulse of the heart not working. So they're not having a pulse. Heart attack is basically the muscle dying because it's not getting enough oxygen. Two can happen together, but we're looking at cardiac arrest here where the heart just stops beating. So if somebody seems unresponsive, just do CPR. Somebody does, right. Just just, Okay. This hands-only CPR. So basically what you do is you go up and you say again, are you, are you, okay? Are you okay? okay? And if they're not responsive, you not don't see them breathing, yeah. they don't have a pulse, then you call 911. Exactly. And then you go ahead and start chest compressions. Okay. Here's how you do it. You basically want to put one hand down. Does it matter oh. if you're like a lefty? It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Whatever okay. you're more comfortable okay. with. One hand right in the middle of the chest and then lock your fingers in on the other oh, hand. Okay. Straighten your elbows out because you want to make a triangle essentially. Oh, lock your elbows essentially. Lock your elbows oh. and then start pushing down two inches compression so you really want, push hard you want to push hard two inches down a hundred beats a minute that song staying alive yeah and for those for those who are parents I'm gonna make it a little bad for you baby shark oh. can work too sorry guys now what I feel like I'm always seeing people doing some of the nose and the breathing that's not what this is no that's full that's full CPR okay, training we do the breathing only. and the chest compressions this is bystander hands only and again you want to keep your hands straight you want to go ahead and talk to 911 when they're on the phone with you. You already asked for help, so hopefully somebody's there walking you through this, talking to 911, and keep this going until the ambulance gets there. How long do you keep it going? I mean, it, it, how do you know if it's working? It's it, Basically, you can know it's working when the ambulance gets there yeah. and the paramedics take over. Okay. That's this when it happens. This no is breathing in the mouth? No, this is hands-only CPR because the reason is they found out that people were hesitant to do the breathing part oh. for a variety of different reasons, and they found out with hands-only CPR that there is oxygen in the blood is the blood is not circulating. So you don't have to breathe in the mouth. This that's is what we're doing. Do Just do hands-only CPR. No Just idea. get on there. It is. How much body weight should you be putting into? You want a depth, a two-inch depth compression. Okay. So is it normal to feel the chest yeah. cave in? Is that normal? It, that is very normal to feel yeah. the chest cave in. That's exactly what you want because when you're caving the chest in, you are compressing the heart, which is pushing the blood around. Well, guys, um, as we mentioned, we've got this volunteers and college students here. Wow. They have completed an online training course. They've been here since uh, 6.30 this morning, actually, doing this training. They had their test. 
It's time for the moment of truth. We want to bring an American Heart Association instructor, Karen. And Savannah, real quick before Karen, this, yes, I just yes. have to mention that this hands-only CPR is adults only. For okay. kids and infants, you want to do full CPR, which is the breathing and so the chest you, compressions. So a kid that was non-responsive, you would not do this? You do the, you'd do the breathing and this. Okay, Karen, what's the verdict? Did our students pass this morning? Absolutely. They've had their skills assessed. They are ready to save a life. Welcome to the nation. Thank you. Well done. And they put in the hours. Mr. Roker, I think, is somewhere. He's got a little surprise for everybody. That's right, guys. So uh, the folks over at Elevance Health Foundation are not only covering your CPR training costs, but they're giving each one of you this take-home hands-only CPR kit so that you can share what you've learned today with pass your neighbors to be able to pass it off. Nice. Knowledge is power. And what I'm hearing you experts say is it's worth just try it. Just try just it. Try just it. do the hands-only CPR. Kids, nine-year-olds have saved lives doing this. Wow. And so Incredible. we can all do this. Thank you again to the American yeah. Heart Association. Dr. Torres, thank you, thank you so much. much. Our college students, we've got Young Life, New York Common Pantry, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, New York more about how to become CPR certified, you can go to our website, today.com. We'll be back in a moment. This is Today on NBC. All right, guys, coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Anthony Anderson's going to swing by with his mom. First, though, on the third hour, more from Tom Costello. Tom apparently survived. He's still down there? We're gonna yeah, have more but he's out of the water. We're going to let him come on. Nah. Uh, he's, of course, hanging out with the sharks at the Georgia Aquarium. Mm -hmm. okay. Don't forget, guys, tomorrow, right here where we're standing, Chance the Rapper oh, yes. will cool. be here. Special Thursday morning concert. We're excited about that. Thank you to all of our wonderful Thank volunteers awesome. doing something for the community. They love young, yeah. live college students. Awesome.